and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 351 of the Chamberlain Chance Lounge Podcast. My name is Chamberlain, coming to you, coming to you from the Edge browser, because Chrome was doing weird things the last couple of weeks. So we're going to give this a try. We did not turn down the anti-aliasing, it's just Jack here in here. Yeah. So it was weird. Chrome, when I go to like edit this stuff, my track is like five seconds shorter than yours. What? And it ends up like every once in a while I lose like a half second on my track. Oh. Which so, means like, I have to just... go in and like insert a half a second of silence to keep things lined up. Oh no. So I could fix it, but I'd just as soon not have to do that. Understood. So we're trying edge now. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Take less of your I memory. Notice much of a difference so far. So uh last week, as I understand it. Alex picked up Hi-Fi Rush. I sure did. Now I'm Chamberlain, deck, and I sure kept pecking at it. Chamberlain had good things to say about this game. Great mm-hmm. things, in fact. I enjoyed it very much. So I assume Alex consumed this with gusto and has defeated it already. Uh, no, I'm about halfway through. It's what? a lot. It becomes a lot. <laughs> oh, really? And like after work, I'm more of a Persona Five mood than mm. hi-fi i do mm. love me some hi-fi it is again if i see it on game God, of the year lists i will be like yeah no that sounds good but and i've been thinking about this yes i'm playing persona 5 again and it's because i haven't played a jrpg that's better since 2016 and according to metacritic neither has anyone else <laughs> it's that fucking good and the end game in and Royal is just tweaked just just so to like you, it feels like you're breaking the game but you aren't really because it knows you've played this game before everyone that got Royal probably put the first one and it fucks with you just enough throws you on your ass just enough times where you never really tune out but rewards you for knowing how to like do all the um, how many social links you can rack up before like the last couple dungeons it's still a great fucking time uh, and you have, you have all these DLC costumes that change the battle music it's fucking terrific Hmm. Yeah. So, but but what about Hi-Fi Rush? I mean, what are your Hi-Fi Rush about? is becoming a bit overwhelming, if I'm being honest. Oh. Really? Ooh. It, I, once once okay, I drew the line at parrying and the stuff it puts on after that, all the extra little buddies you have to flip through, it becomes a lot. Hmm. But it's like a lot in the same way, parried. like learning learning Dante and Devil May Cry Four. Like, here's all these different move sets. Figure out how to use them at your own pace. It's still super fun. I'm getting, I'm really getting the hang of the combos. I'm noticing you kind of have to play it in 60 FPS because if you don't in 30, it's almost impossible to do a lot of the on-screen prompts. Mm-hmm. Like, it becomes almost t- twice as hard. Well, I got stuck in those sense. elevator jumps because I could not hit it. And I turned it on. Oh, just a jump yeah. a couple times? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I turned on 30 frames when I'm on my lunch break because that thing drinks juice like crazy and you got to get as, ma- as many hours as you can. And you can get about four hours at a full charge at 30 frames for Hi-Fi Rush. And it doesn't really matter until you got to open doors. Hmm. But it does. It's just a weird quibble. What is otherwise a fantastic experience. I loved destroying um, the head of R&D's like, yearly budget. Oh, yeah. You're fighting him and you're actually yeah. like, spending his money. Mm-hmm. Or you're just goading him into his... using more useless flashy effects so that he becomes bankrupt and gets fired. I, it, it's fucking delightful. I love it. He, he, Everyone's he working for me. The cast is delightful. Right the um, CEO isn't immediately awful. 
like they try to tease him out as like a sort of halfway understandable. It's 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 doing stuff. He, I like it. it. It it felt like they were trying to do kind of a handsome Jack thing with him. It wasn't. It's Even the, the best I've seen since. Yeah. I felt like I I felt like I want like a low impact RPG lately because this weekend I'm going to try quitting smoking again without the benefit of this medication. It's probably not going to go well, but I'm going to try. Um, I have a high determination stat. And uh, <laughs> guess what? What well, guess what? Also has a termination stat. Uh yeah, yeah. and and actually, so I, I'm looking it up here, and Persona Five Royal is down from eighty bucks to fifty five on PlayStation Network right now. It ends sad. Well, I mean, it's a Persona game, so like it it ends on kind of a bummer note. Like you. Like, oh, okay, the, I don't need the, you to spoil the ending of. A I'm not JRPG going to. I'm just, just going to say that. It's okay. You don't have to say anything. You can there's going to be it. like a false summit for you because like the game ended and then they made you know another ending, but like but that's just how su- Persona rolls. Yeah, the false summit. You can tell they're running out of time and energy and money. Hmm. <laughs> the the dungeons slowly get a little less, a little less money gets spent in each one, and the final boss is kind of like a PlayStation polygonal monster. It you works, know, you've, but you've convinced yeah. me. I'm just going to reinstall Final Fantasy VII Remake. Thanks, but. Alex. No, but no, no, too late, too late. It ends on one of the best tragic villains in JRPG history. Oh, yeah. Just a you, terrific you, character. You care more about tragic villains than I do. He's it's so sad what you do to this poor man. Mm, you play Scooby Doo with the powers of gods, and it breaks a good man, and you have to live with that. Hmm. I can live with that. Yeah. Royal is a Royal's a great game. If you reinstall a Final Fantasy VII remake, you play it for about ten hours and get annoyed. Maybe, yeah, probably you would. less than that. That's you probably... didn't like it the first time. No, I liked it. Like I was enjoying it. I don't remember why I moved on from it. I, I didn't mind it, but it really probably the magic house fight. It really didn't grab me. I didn't even get to the magic house fight. That's the thing. Yeah, and I've heard about it. I didn't just never. I've never watched the video of it. That was a good fight. That's yeah, it might be the best one in the game that I played. If you do it right, the first mm-hmm. time I dragged down for me forever, and I lost. I'm like, no, you just I hit it with ice. Wrong. Well, yeah, I didn't think of that, or I didn't mm-hmm. have it equipped, or something like that. <laughs> How do I remember that? I barely remember anything else from that game. But no, Persona Five, fucking masterpiece. Gonna play through. I'm gonna play through fucking Strikers. That I never finished that. It's actually kind of like a cr- crown jewel in my pile of shame. Persona Five Strikers. Cast is really growing on me again. I, I might do that. Is it the Muso game? Strikers? Yes, it was good. Okay. I just was. I don't know. I never played it. I couldn't. The closest thing to a Muso game I ever liked were those Senran Kagura games, and there weren't really Musos. They were just like you sometimes fought a fifty people at once. It had a lot going on. I, I always meant to come back to it and never did. God, now I don't. You know what? You know what I should. You know what I should do. Hmm. Finish Horizon uh, Forbidden West. No, no, because the combat gets too complicated. And I was just, I was just like, I skipped ahead, and maybe if I hadn't skipped ahead, I, I went from like my twenty-hour save as I was working through it on this new game, and then I was like, okay, I just want the best bow, and then I, and then I loaded up like my eighty-hour save where I hadn't unlocked like the Sunwing yet or anything like that. And I went into the arena, and I cleared all of the arena challenges, and uh, and got the best bow. And then I went and I just fought like a, one of those giant bears, and it was yeah. just it was just too fucking much. And I was like, this isn't 
interesting or satisfying to me anymore. It feels like a war of attrition with this fucking thing. And I was like, you know, I don't, I don't need to keep playing Horizon. And on paper, I love fucking love Horizon. But now, God, I had a, I had a game that was going to work for me. What the fuck was it? Yeah, Breath of the Wild. I'm going to restart Breath of the Wild. I got to charge, charge my Switch controller. Do you want to play that? Um, I've been, I'm going to poke around. Um, uh, what's it? Sparks of Hope a little bit this weekend. Do you have uh, Breath of the Wild on Switch? We don't yet. Okay, it well, it never gets cheaper. Okay, it's but forty dollars right you've now. You've read headlines, right? What? It's cheap now. <gasps> For the it's only time it's right ever now. been cheap, it's cheap right fucking now. Oh shit! And you yeah. okay. have time, and you a hundred percent have time to finish it before sequel comes out. And by the time you finish it, you'll want that fucking sequel. <laughs> Okay. Except All right. The it's going time. to be seventy dollars American. Do you see yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. That's also in headlines. Uh, like that's mm-hmm. what games cost now. Come on, guys. Well, I mean, this is what, no, no. Well. It's what this one game on the Switch costs. It is the only Switch game that has ever cost this much from Nintendo. And guess Nintendo, what? They Nintendo did have a rough pay year. for it. They, they never buy it. Oh, please. They Nintendo got the has, goods. Nintendo has more money than God. You'll thank them for it. You'll thank them for the privilege. So I I did not play <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush. I've been playing uh uh I've been playing Dead Space. I beat Dead Space on hard mode in New Game Plus mm-hmm. and I I got all the trophies for killing this many enemies uh with this weapon and this many enemies with that weapon and I collected all the marker fragments and I got the secret ending. The secret ending is kind of bonkers. Um it actually changes some of Isaac's dialogue in the last chapter as you move the marker through uh, uh through the through the planet to, to put it up on the pedestal. And he says shit like, um, like, I think like Nicole's talking to him in his earpiece or something. And he's like, nah, she doesn't understand the marker. Not like we do. And like, he starts saying really, really creepy shit. And then it's heavily implied. Like he's on the ship with Nicole at the end, but he scrawled like the marker language all over the ship and the interior of the ship. And he promised, and he says, he says to Nicole that he's going to make something for her. And I think you're gonna like it. It's oh, it's the yeah. marker he makes in two. But he didn't make the marker in two. Yes, he did. Did he? Yep. That's what they erase from his brain. That's why he has to crawl into the dark machine. Oh. Anyway, how do you remember I, this stuff? All these because I love Dead Space too. Okay. So uh, the, the boys are having an email conversation about how good Hi-Fi Rush is via email, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and and Jim is is kind of is kind of hassling me that I should get it, and so I'm going to read some of this. And uh, <laughs> Alex writes, "Rhythm-based Devil May Cry shouldn't feel like half the revelation that it is. I wouldn't raise an eyebrow at any Game of the Year wins." And I write back, "All right, fine." In brackets, buys a Series X. Just kidding. And Alex says, I would consider that if Starfield is the second coming of, the, of thy Lord Todd. And uh, Chamberlain writes, you have a PC that can run the game. Does it not have an HDMI out? Just plug it into your TV. And I write back, you know how I feel about playing games on PC. Two, I refuse to part with probably 40 Canadian dollars on the wild assumption that the sound will actually sync properly if I run an HDMI across the room to my TV. He writes back, Going directly from PC to TV should be fine. It's when you have other things in between, like a receiver, or if you're using... Eh, it's not scrolling properly. We are audio return channel. And uh, and I write back, so my friend can easily gift it to me if you feel so strongly about it. Oh, check and mate. And then he fucking gifts it to me. This son of a bitch. <laughs> he fucking gifts it to me on Steam. 
And I write back, motherfucker, I am trying to quit smoking. I am not looking into this this weekend. Thank you very much. I will 100% try and next I week when I, don't, when I don't want to freak I out. I let it go at that point because I and, knew it was going to be a rough weekend for you. And he completely, and it was a very rough weekend and I failed spectacularly, but I did make it like half a day or like 16 hours without a cigarette. So that's pretty good. Anyway. Hey, progress is progress. So on Wednesday or Tuesday, I decided, okay, I got to try. I got to try because I promised him I would try. But here's the thing. The reason I didn't buy Hi-Fi Rush myself, because $40 is not that dear to me. The reason I didn't buy it myself is because there's one fucking game I'm willing to deal with the bullshit of playing a game on PC for, and that's called Darkest Dungeon. That's it. Darkest Dungeon and Darkest Dungeon 2. Anything else, I understand the experience of playing a PC game is trying to, is first just trying to get it to fucking work. Because PC games like not working for the most part, unless they're really simple little indie jazz, and that's not what this is. It helps so you appreciate what you have. So much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh, if if something is Switch Deck certified, it functions as well as my console. And you know how I feel about even my console. I bought a digital version of Miles Morales just because I don't like the hassle of putting the disc in. <laughs> like, <laughs> convenience <laughs> is important to me. So I started the game up and I plugged in my, uh, my DualShock 5, which I'm pretty sure I've used for... Um, where I used for, what was it called, um, Hades, when Hades first came out, and my my computer goes, wireless controller recognized, and I'm like, okay, we're good to go, let's go into Hi-Fi Rush, and it goes, press any button, and I hit X, and it doesn't understand. And so I get out of the game via my keyboard, and I try my PlayStation 4 controller, and it says I've identified a wireless controller, but uh, Hi-Fi Rush doesn't get it. And so then I try my Switch controller. The PC doesn't recognize that, but neither does Hi-Fi Rush. Then I go on the internet and I start doing troubleshooting shit. I walk through all the steps for all the troubleshooting. It says it wants me to turn off the Steam controller. And I follow all the steps to go into that and turn off Hi-Fi Rush looking at the Steam controller. And I notice while I'm in there, Hi-Fi Rush has a list of controllers. And at the bottom is an Xbox One controller and an Xbox Series X controller. And those are both enabled. And everything else says it's locked out by the game itself. The game oh. itself is programmed not to let anything else work. Now, Alex has apparently overcome this with the DS4 program. Now, I'm not even using that. I literally just plugged in my PlayStation 4 controller into, like, a USB. And yeah, that's that's how I'm used to games being able to work Right, and, like, on, there's on a Steam. profile I have for it through Steam. Well, I'm not jumping through all these <laughs> fucking hoops it's just, you make when, when it a... No, no, the gap... The, the convenience gap to play a game is now less than putting a disc in. All right. If you're asking for more than that, you're a fucking asshole. Hey. Hi-Fi Rush, you're a fucking asshole. I'm not saying Maybe you guys that's, are assholes. Maybe that might be so, but you appreciate what is, you got more. Now, you earn but, what you get from PC. This now is what I, feel, I get for trying to be nice. Exactly. This is now what I you feel, get. I feel terrible guilt that he went ahead and did this. I got my and money so, back. It's done. And so the, right? next, the next thing I do, Googled was, can a gifty request a refund on Steve? And indeed I can. He got his money back, but I was, I was a little pissed off. Because once the game opened up and you saw, like, I saw, like, the animation on my computer screen, I was like, oh, this does look good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hyped to check this out, and then I spent an hour smashing my head against the wall of Microsoft's acquisition of this company. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, no hi-fi rush for me. 
And then last night I went into uh, Resident Evil Village with my uh, Magnum again and blew away some werewolves. That was fun. And uh, felt a little better. Yeah, been been playing Overwatch and oh yeah, had <laughs> some good times at Overwatch this week. Actually, I put up a couple of videos. That one from last night was pretty good. Both of them were pretty good. Um, uh, a soldier comes around the corner and uses nano visor and shoots my mercy out of the sky. And while he's doing that, I just tag him three times on Anna. I'm just Anna, just little Anna, and I just and he dies while using his ult. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. you were shooting at the wrong support. Too bad. It was very good. Mm. Uh, Chamberlain, what have you been playing this week? So, we need to think back to how games were during the Xbox 360 slash PlayStation 3 era. I like those games. Before, like like games. early era, before a lot of DLC. When they did things like have oh, yeah. cosmetics as unlockables in the game. Mm-hmm, those are cool. And the whole game is like right there in front of you. And the game may not be the mm-hmm. deepest game in the world, but it's silly and far gorier than it, it needs to be. And just has feel charm. Right? You can think of those yeah, games. Double A games, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. always bring up Wet as like one of the primary examples of the double A game. Yes. Evil West is ig- Is Darksiders mm-hmm. technically Dark AAA? AAA? At least this okay. well, um Oh, Arguably half of it is double A now, I guess. Darksiders three is double A for sure. Darksiders three is a hundred percent double A. I'm but, but, but the thing is, I would go so far as to say that wet. I remember wet being better looking than Darksiders, but in terms of scope and everything, I don't think Dark. No, Darksiders was kind of triple A. Well, they're, okay. they're a larger, especially the second one was a, was a fairly large game. Okay, we're getting off topic here. Evil mm-hmm. We are, we are, because we're, we're talking about Evil Dead. I'm sorry, Evil West. Evil, Evil West. West. Evil West. Evil West. Okay. Evil West feels like it escaped from the Xbox 360 slash PlayStation 3 era. It's got yeah. that kind of linear action game, unlock stuff, kill vampires. It's kitschy. It's silly. It looks better than it needs to, but it doesn't. I mean, it's not the best looking game in the world. Some of the monster designs pretty good. Everything blows up into bits and gore all over the place. That's good for that. The, the as you gain new abilities, it's it's it really makes a difference. There's a lot of lightning abilities. So <laughs> when I first started playing it, it was the first game I played after Hi-Fi Rush, and Evil West felt slow and clumsy because okay. it's not this rhythm-based Devil May Cry. It's actually a fairly slow. Now I don't want to say a third-person shooter because most of the stuff is melee. You have guns. But most of your damage comes from this gauntlet you have on your right hand that, you know, you can juggle people with, you can do lightning hits with, you can grab people and throw them around. So it's very up close and personal. You do unlock more guns as you play along, but it's really, I mean, the melee is kind of where the whole thing is. So it felt slow and plodding and kind of clumsy for, oh, geez, like an hour or two before I got enough of Hi-Fi Rush out of my system that I could realize that, oh, I can just mash whenever here. There's no rhythm to this. I'll just mash, attack, and things will happen, and it will be fine. Once I got that out of my head, um, it's a good time. I mean, it's it's got so many of the, the, the like, there's, there's a couple of, like, rail car sequences where you're just trying to dodge things on a rail. There's a couple of arena sequences where it's like an elevator. Of course there's an elevator. You're finding things on an elevator because that's what happens in these things. There's, it's... I struggle to describe it because it's it's so straightforward, 
it's not trying to be anything more than a weird take on the West with vampires and werewolves, and you hit them in the face with your gauntlet and have a good time doing it. But hmm. it also isn't overloading you with any sort of DLC. There are no microtransactions. There's none of that. It's just a self-contained double-A game. Like, like this is a B-movie, you know? This is something that Mystery Science Theater should be doing lyrics for, you know? Like, you know what? This, I, this, like, is, this is Tremors 3. Yes. I, I, love, I love the combination of Western and occult, like Jonah Hex, you know? Yes. But good. Well, but good. God, yeah. that movie should have been fucking good. <laughs> that was a terrible movie. Um, it was... Yeah, it's, it's it's just a good time. It's it's like a good, you know, you, you go to a restaurant that you know isn't great, but you have, you know, your favorite dish there and you have that and you're just kind of satisfied. That's what Evil West is. And it, it's... I know, I have a, yeah. The environments and stuff, it uh, it, it could easily be a series. They could, they could mine so much more out of this because this is pretty much just vampires and the occasional werewolf, but it's mostly vampires and, and their slaves and things like that. But there's so other so much else they could do with this. I don't know if it made any money. I have no idea what the budget is on this thing. It's already on sale. I just checked it's already on sale down uh twenty bucks. Yeah, Save twenty five percent. Okay. Offer ends on the sixteenth. That's I suppose not entirely surprising because No, it did not do well. It's a shame. You should I don't know if it should get a full price game. I don't know I don't I'm not even sure if it was. But I, I mean, I like reviews I've seen are like 70, 75 out of 100. And that's exactly right. That's exactly what it is. But you don't need to have, you know, filet mignon all the time. Sometimes just no. a hamburger is good enough. Get, get some, get, yeah, food truck okay. burrito. Okay, well, again, I'm in for a rough weekend. Do you think it would be wiser of me to give this a shot? So I can try something new and pleasant, or return to the dulcet shores of uh, Breath of the Wild. See, it's it's hard to recommend because there's almost Very there's almost oranges. no replay value. Like you can immediately turn around oh. and do a new game plus with all your stuff, and you will not mm. get enough perks or money to unlock everything. Like there's a number of different mm. weapons. There's like your handgun, your shotgun. There's a rifle, a crossbow that I never used flamethrower which i barely used and grenades that i never upgraded so there's all sorts of upgrades that i never got around to doing because i didn't have enough perks or money to do it so maybe if you wanted to play through it a second time to do those there's some replay to it but it's it's a one note song it's a good song but it's a one note song well, I remember when I first looked at it, what immediately turned me off is just how busy the main character's design is. Like, even just the guy himself, he's, there's so many stupid little details and extra shit coming off his It costume. feels a little McFarlane-esque. <laughs> yes, that's a good way to put it. Where there's like, hey, let's add some buckles to this shit and see what it looks like. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fun. And then it's a bandana. After that, I, I sustained the first gaming injury I've had. Since like mm-hmm. Rock Band and Guitar Hero, so I was playing. Um, they they released Raiden Four, the the shmup again. They release this oh. game every like couple of years with like new levels or something like that. And I played it because I love Raiden Four. It's a, just a seminal vertical shooter, and you don't have to mash the button to shoot. You just have to hold it in. You have to hold in A to shoot, but it's a very tense nice. game. So without thinking, I was squeezing the controller as hard as I could for a long time. <laughs> and my okay. thumb hurts really bad. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. 
okay, ah. but, but you didn't like nothing broke. Nothing broke, but it's like your aged osteoporosis. No, 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 no. I did not snap any bones, but it's like okay. my thumb. That would be hilarious. That if would it suddenly be, yeah. bent the wrong way. Oh, your your PS3 era muscles of atrophy. Apparently, Honey, I was playing too hard. Yeah. it finally happened. Just snapping the legs off the controller, but. I mean, Raiden 4 is good. It's it's just a shooter. And I did also finally put about an hour into the Crisis Core remake. Final Fantasy Crisis okay. Core. I've heard middling things. I never played it on PSP. And yeah. there's some baffling mechanics in it. It's got this, like, mm-hmm. this like roulette wheel. Not roulette wheel. Um, um, slot machine wheel in the upper left-hand corner that's constantly spinning. And it'll do, like, random shit. And during the battles, like suddenly what? your your spells don't cost magic or your attacks don't cost magic or suddenly you have a limit break. Oh. But it also controls how your materia levels up. Like you don't level up your materia if you hit the right combination, which you have no control over in this roulette stuff or um, uh, yeah, with these spinning wheels, your materia levels up. So it's Ugh. bizarre. Um, so it sounds like this real light wheel can only do positive you know, things. You know, it only does positive things, but you have no control over it. You can't even really influence it. It's just there, spinning all the time. I don't understand the point yeah, of it. So it's... And there's not like a button you press to stop it no. spinning? It just, it's just it there. On its own. What the fuck? I don't get it. Like, whenever, whenever well, combat I, is happening... I guess it just there's... makes it... I guess they were Gambling like, propaganda? I don't know. I don't know. They were like, this is probably just more interesting than the game we design if it's <laughs> constantly giving you these power-ups. It it does feel a little old with the way combat mo- thing works and the way you just, even the way you move feels old. It's an old game. It was it was PSP, right? Crisis Core? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 It doesn't look like PSP. They did enough to it so it looks better than that. I don't know. Does it look like Does it look like Seven Remake? Does it look that oh, good? Oh no, heavens no, no, oh. no, no. Oh, then fuck that, no. fuck that. PS4 yeah. level though. I would say begin like 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 early PS4 level. The character yeah. models it just came on the last PSP. year. No, yeah. No, you can't do that. Fuck that. Well, fuck so that I I don't know how long I'm gonna mess with that. We'll see. Because um, Forspoken Ship, we'll have to see how that one actually is. Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, I think maybe uh, if I tried for Spoken, I might end up liking it because apparently the movement system is just tits. But... Sterling <laughs> tore it to pieces. Just, like, I just, Sterling I loves, just. Sterling loves tearing shit to pieces. I like. Yeah, great, but like he like really movement, wanted to a like great it. Movement system forgives a lot for me. Yeah. A lot of the movement know, was like tied to people. a magic meter, though. Like you could only do that movement for so long before you had to stop doing that and wait for it to recover. That's okay. It's okay. I'm interested to see what you hear about it because, like, I I may dip my toe. Like, all the character design looks fantastic, but. Mm. And the thing is, like, I, when when it first came out and people were posting shit online about how, how terrible the dialogue is, I was like, that's that doesn't bother me. That's actually well done. I, th- I, th- I think no, the, no, no, the no, woman no, doing no. the performance was doing a good job. Th- everything's doing. Everyone's doing a great job as long as it isn't a goddamn cup noodle ad. Because that's the basement for Square Enix for me. I'm fine with it. So they have to they have to like go to their very lowest point for you to be disappointed in Square Enix. See, I, my my bar is much higher. I have to like, be but no, by but like game, guys, and Square hasn't accomplished that in a long fucking time. I sat through Final Fantasy fourteen. I can deal with this. Okay, I just watched a boss fight from Evil West. That was actually pretty cool looking. It does look good. Every time I see Evil West, I'm like, hmm, I'm on sale. Larger bosses are a lot of fun now. to fight. 
And you, you kind of like so, your main character. Jesse's oh, not a bad. Does it make you? Does it make you work harder than Circle Strafe? Wait a minute, I got notes. Yeah, because there's there. Is, I mean, there's a dodge. Okay, you, you hit dodge once, you kind of like juke. You hit dodge again, you roll. There's an unlock later on where you can dodge to the side real quick, like lightning, and it doesn't interrupt your melee combo. Mm-hmm. So you can go melee, melee, dodge, melee, mm-hmm. and your combo keeps going, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the parry mechanic. It's fairly forgiving, but your gauntlet is electric, and if you parry, you will actually shock the enemy. And once they're shocked, you have a different combo to do on it that you can hit them with that basically gives you different pickups. That's good for small enemies. Larger enemies, you have to kind of wear them down before you can shock them. So, yeah, there's more. it's a lot more than circle strafing. There's, you do have to work for it. It throws some ridiculous... You know, we might, we might get more games like Evil West if I would just fucking support a game like yeah. Evil West by buying it, it. It throws some ridiculous enemy combinations at you. Like, there's one where it's a flying thing, kind of bug-related, and it's got a number of hives that kind of circle it, and when it's alive, everything else in it is invincible. So you have to oh. shoot the hives, and then it falls down, you have to take care of him, all while dodging everything else. Hmm. <laughs> and then what it'll do is, like it'll, that'll be up there, and you'll get the big motherfuckers who are now, will come charging across the field with a shield. So it, it, it mixes it up, and will, especially the last two levels, it throws some nasty combinations at you. Of you know, we didn't deal with this I'm shit. Still Have leaning fun. towards like a fourth playthrough of Breath of the Wild. You will, It'd probably be advisable. You will probably derive more enjoyment from that if you are looking for a more relaxing kind of chill time, which sounds like you might need yeah. this weekend. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. That's probably the way to go. <clears throat> okay, uh, Wakanda Forever came out on Disney Plus uh, last week, I think. Uh, did anyone else watch? I made it about halfway through. Really, you didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. That's fine. Okay. On the one hand, um, the the world building of Wakanda Forever is fucking cool. It's really cool. I it like is, Namor a lot. N- Namor is fucking awesome. Uh, Shuri is still, and even after all that shit about Letitia Wright being like a COVID denier yeah. and an anti-vaxxer, like Shuri is still charming as fuck. Yeah, she's doing a great job. And I liked that this movie was about her arc as a character and that she has an arc, that she starts in a fairly dark place and ends up, you know, um, being a hero again. Um, I will say it had me choking up five minutes in. Like, it hits you in the feels. It really yeah. does. More than almost any Marvel movie will. Uh, the, the the Marvel logo this time was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. And, um, but my complaint about, my primary complaint about the first Black Panther was uh, that the final fight is all CGI. Almost all the action in Wakanda Forever is fucking CGI. Like, I kept on waiting for the moment where uh, Okoye... Remember in the first one where there's the car chase? No, Okoye throws the spear over the car in front of her, through the engine block of the car, and it impales the ground and stops the car. That was fucking awesome! There isn't anything really that was awesome like that in Wakanda Forever for me. But the best part of Black Panther was the shirtless fight between... um, between Chala and uh, and Mbaku, no, not Mbaku. Nope. The the other guy, the um, uh, the guy with all the scars. On oh, the oh, Killmonger. Uh, Killmonger. Yeah, yeah. That that shirtless fight in the water. That these two guys just duking it out. That was done really, really well. And at the very end of Wakanda Forever, 
there's a big CGI fight going on out here in the water for some reason because they decide the best place to fight the water people is in the fucking water. <laughs> Great job, guys. <laughs> but over you have here, planes. over here on land, um, the new Black Panther is having the climactic one-on-one battle with uh, Nam- Namor, and that really worked. I didn't mind that actually. Okay. I, th- I thought it actually worked out better. Um, the other thing that's a hundred percent worth mentioning is this is um, a high-profile triple A multi-million-dollar budget movie in which the main character is a black woman. Almost every supporting character is a black woman. Uh, there is one supporting character who's a black man. There is one supporting character who's a Latino a Latino man. Um, or I think he's Latino. And uh, and a very minor character who's a white man. <laughs> and uh, and that was so fucking weird. Like, you don't ever see that. And it was really cool to see. It was It was cool to see... A collection of black women, none of whom were, um, uh, I don't know how to put it. They were, they were all very much individual character, well-realized, well-rounded individual characters. I get what you're um, saying. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, overall, I liked it. It's nice to, you know, sit down for a big budget Marvel movie, um, and yeah, the, the absence of Chadwick Boseman is pretty much the point of the movie. Um, How do they explain that? They oh, he, he immediately dies. opens up on its it, death. It, it opens he up dies? with him dying from a disease yep. that Shuri was unable to cure. Okay. Yeah, so, so it dumps so on she, her and, yeah. immediately. Okay. Well, she she dumps on her. No one else. Yeah. No one. Well, else I mean, takes... no one blames her, but yeah, it's yeah. Okay. She you only see graffiti of his face. Yeah, and it's but you know like it's just like stop and and. Uh, uh, and it was cool to see Lupita Nyong'o back. Like yeah. Every time she shows up on screen, it's like, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> you are too good looking woman. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Okay. Two other two other shows I wanted to mention. Oh, she just got married, actually. Oh, did she? Yeah. I can't imagine she had to look far for a husband. No, she didn't. Actually, a lot of people are kind of pissed off. He seems he was called mid a lot, and there's there's jealous motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I don't care. Like Scarlett Johansson married uh, Colin Jost. Yeah. They're allowed to find their happiness. <laughs> Colin Jost, the man who looks like Wicked Update is beneath him. <laughs> um, okay. There's a show I want to point out on Netflix that I think is absolutely fucking brilliant. Mm. It's a five-part comedy series about the history of the world told through a deadpan, absolutely ridiculous British woman called Kunk on Earth. Oh, my <laughs> wife is watching this. She's like, oh, wait, is she like in a red jacket? Uh, sometimes, yeah, like yeah. it's abs. No, it is absolutely amazing. She says the most ridiculous things with perfect, um, like broadcast sincerity. Deadpan. She see, yep. yeah, she says the dumbest shit with perfect sincerity. But if you actually listen to what the joke is saying, she's often very actually incisive. It's it's wonderful. It's brilliance masquerading as stupidity. I fucking love Kunk on Earth. I want did, another series from this. Did woman. she interview people? Yes. yes. She okay, I know, like, ta- I know who you're talking about. It's re- it's leaked on a Twitter a bunch of times. It's very good. It's uh, it's she's funny. incredible. She's she's an amazing performer. Um, I I laughed out loud more at Kunk on Earth than I can remember yeah. laughing at anything in recent memory. I they called America the land of the free, which came as some surprise to all the slaves. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, what was the other one? Oh yeah, I found. I was going to watch some American Dad one night because it was like late at night. I didn't want to watch something that took too much attention. The new, the, new, the new American Dad is fine. Oh, no, I like it. I still like it's it. It's not bad. 
Um, but I ended up going on Amazon for some reason, just poking around, and I found a Canadian-produced... I think there's two seasons, I'm not sure. Each episode is about 12 minutes long. It's called Gary and His Demons. It is about an old, skinny, bald, middle-aged guy uh, who was pulled straight out of high school because he had a mole that identified him as the chosen one and put into, like, the Department of Demon Slaying. And he spent his entire shitty life fighting demons for the state, and he's lost everything that's important to him. And he is just angry and pissed off. But when a demon comes, he can pull out this magical sword from his back, hold it to the sky, and go, Sword, make me better! And then <laughs> he goes through the Sailor Moon transformation sequence that just puts golden armor on him. And then he goes and kills the demons. And if... just We were talking last week about uh, the idea of recasting Rick and Rick and from Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, you could just slide this guy in there. Dude, and we're going to talk about it. That whole article. Jesus Christ. I, I didn't read that article. I didn't have time. But, Dude, uh, it is a trip no it's a horror show every time you yeah. learn every time you learn a little bit more about justin roiland's behavior in a professional environment it's like this guy should not get what pisses me off is that rick and morty was created by justin roiland and dan Harmon. i think mm-hmm. thus yes. as long as rick and morty goes on justin Harmon will continue to get residuals for it which is unfortunate but at oh, least he's yeah. not going out you know uh, saying women shouldn't be able to get abortions well or some if rolling in if he's not convicted if he is convicted that could change oh really Mm. Oh, good. So anyway, Gary and Gary and his demons on Amazon Prime wholeheartedly recommend as restitution well. to the victim. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I can dig that. Uh, then I got some no- I got some notes from playing through Dead Space a second time because I didn't make any notes the first time. When Captain Matthias transforms, it's so good. It was amazing. It was it's one really of the good. best in-game effects I have seen since the werewolf transformation in uh, or the Order eighteen eighty six. It was so good. I pulled out the phone and made a fucking note of it. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. The fact that you can't skip any cutscene ever is bullshit. Yeah. Being, I love all. I mentioned that I loved all the side quests last week, but uh, I didn't. I forgot to mention the fact that you can use Dead Space's brilliant navigation system, where you just click an analog stick. Isaac holds out his hand and kind of like uh, you make yeah, a little almost line, like taps the air, and a line shoots out. It's still the best. And you, yes, it's, the, it's still the best, and you can follow that line to whatever your side quest destination is. It's fucking brilliant. And I already covered the secret ending. The sound design is still brilliant. The sound design in the original Dead Space was brilliant. The sound design in Dead Space 2 is brilliant. If you stop and pay attention to the sound of almost anything, literally anything, you will notice that some aspect of the sound effect is a little painful to, to listen to, to suffer through, to hear. Yeah. It's, it's fucking brilliant. It's, it, and I love it. It makes me hunch. Like, if a game can make me subconsciously hunch and my neck starts yes. hurting for some reason, why is my neck hurt? Oh, I'm hunched over because I am so absorbed. Yes. That's what um, the Dead Space Audio does. And then I made a note from an Overwatch game. Um, <clears throat> we were fighting against a top 500 Widowmaker. Mm. And I was playing as Tracer. And so this top 500 Widowmaker, who was dangerous as fuck, uh, switched from Widow to Hanzo to Tracer to try to counter me to Torbjorn to try to counter me, and we still won. <laughs> and so our nice. Kuriko takes the time to open the chat and write, Tracer, I love you. Because <laughs> I kicked the shit out of that top 500. It felt really good. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's something I didn't put in the fucking uh, Overwatch stuff, was in 
they they made a big deal about how they're fixing matchmaking and how if you have a now what they're going to do now that season three is out season three is out right now what they're going to do is if you have a uh, diamond dps in your team and a uh, gold dps on your team the other team will have one diamond dps and one gold dps if your tank is bronze their tank will be bronze that's the deal moving forward my brother is silver gold at best i am gold plat at best and we are fighting top 500s on the regular fuck you blizzard you're full of shit yeah so does that mean it's time for headlines? Yep. Headlines. Headlines. And there's a lot of them this week. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> In entertainment news, despite the recent shakeup at DC Studios and rumors suggesting its demise, Constantine 2 is still in the works. Yes. I think old Keanu will be really good. I mean, he was already good before, but I think a little slightly oh, older Keanu no, is going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Happy uh, cancer. I saw a tweet this week that uh, someone wrote that I would I would totally watch a movie that was just uh, Pedro Pascal sitting down for coffee with Keanu Reeves. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, I would love that. <laughs> anyway. Well, didn't they already make the unbearable weight of massive talent? Yeah, but that didn't have Keanu Reeves in it. No, but was that Cage. wasn't kind of the same thing with um, Nick Cage. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Um, I rewatched Peacemaker this week, actually. And, it's fine. And then I sent an email to Alex saying, like, shouldn't maybe Peacemaker have been the number one streaming superhero show? It really should Isn't have been. Kinda, like, like the, the Boys Season 3 was awesome. I'm not saying it's not. It was I'm good. I'm saying Peacemaker's better. It sagged a bit. Yeah, Where exactly. Peacemaker, Peacemaker, Peacemaker didn't. Did not. Uh, Peacemaker Season 2 has been put on hold as James <sighs> Gunn focuses on Superman, which is apparently like six years out. Come on, Gunn. Just no, write, write the script. Give the give it to someone else. Give it to another director you trust. He, John Cena is like a border collie. You gotta let him run around. Yes, and and he's not getting any younger. He's already no, like he's not. He's kind something. of on the bubble here. Exactly. Spider Man Noir is getting a live action TV series at Amazon. No longer live played action. by Nick Cage, though. Yes. Yes, and like I like me, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a series of comics that are specific to Spider-Man Noir. I don't know any of Spider-Man Noir stories. I don't really give a fuck about the character beyond his appearance in Spider-Verse. So that's a weird choice. But if you were to tell me that a live-action Spider-Man series is coming, I also wouldn't give a fuck because you don't have the budget to make that work. Anyone in the world? Nope. Anyway, uh, Disney is working on sequels to Toy Story, Frozen, and Zootopia. Please let Toy Story die. Uh, Toy Story, die. yeah, doesn't need another sequel. Frozen, I don't have a problem with another sequel because Frozen Two was better than the first one. It's like the last two Toy Stories have been funerals. Exactly. Zootopia definitely gets a sequel. If we uh, Zootopia should just be a police procedural. It should be just keep it going forever. I don't if care. If we're not back with Judy and Nick, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. I want them to. I want them to be married with little foxes and bunnies. <laughs> And I know that one of the cool points about Zootopia was that there wasn't a romance between them, that they loved each other, but it was platonic. I don't care. It got flirty at the very end. I know. You love they know. It. They know what they're doing. They know their furry audience. <laughs> Gross. They actively marketed to them with Zootopia. 
Apparently, Justin Roiland was just the worst to work with and spent most of his time avoiding work or derailing work just to goof off and enjoy himself on Rick and Morty. Someone went through all the writing credits for all seasons of Rick and Morty, so people were worried about if with Roiland's gone, is yeah. Rick and Morty not going to be Rick and Morty anymore? No. In like the hundred or so episodes there have been so far of Rick and Morty, Roiland has written five of them, and two of them were interdimensional cable, which are my least favorite episodes. The so, ones that he did write will not surprise you either. Yeah, probably the ones where they they're just not they're not great. There's a reason why he started avoiding the writers' room because he was nowhere near as good at it as anyone else. Uh, doesn't sound like he was welcome in the writers' room. No, sounds like he was a fucking terror. Yeah, sound good. Go away. Um, a lot of people like you guys probably didn't see the Mario Kart SNL skit. I saw it later. I did not watch SNL, but I, it, I, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Yeah, it was cute. Well, no, a lot of people made uh, made a big deal about that SNL skit. The SNL skit, to me, was insulting as a gamer. Yeah, it was because fine. Because, to me, it implied that The Last of Us TV show is the way it is because HBO got their hands on it and turned it into this interesting story. That's not what fucking happened. No, it's it's almost one for one, guys. Yeah, and, this, and that fucking skit suggests that The Last of Us has as much narrative as Mario Kart. Mario Kart? Yeah, and if you just like put it into a dark, apocalyptic future where where uh, Yoshi pops up and goes, "I'm by," like <laughs> like that that was funny. I'm not saying that, it wasn't come funny. Come on, I'm just come saying on. I'm just saying that had nothing to do with HBO. Um, the representation in The Last of Us came from the source material, the video game, and I don't want to give Druckmann any flowers, you know that. But as a Mm-mm. gamer, I found it insulting. Anyway. Viola Davis became the third black woman in history to achieve EGOT status, along with Whoopi Goldberg and Jennifer Hudson, and is one of only 18 people to ever manage it. She received the Grammy for Best Audiobook Narration and Storytelling for her memoir, Finding Me. Yeah, you see the new Viola Davis wins something, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, duh. <laughs> it never surprises you. You're like, yes, correct. That's all she wanted? <laughs> what? what? I mean... <laughs> what, what kind of sucks is, like... I mean, I guess Jennifer Hudson... People are still bringing up widows out of nowhere. But it kind of of pisses me off that that we have Viola Davis, but recently what I remember... Like, I know she was in that How to Make a Murderer show. She had a long-running show that did well. But to me, she's she's that character in the the Suicide Squad universe. She's a woman who, like, runs the... Yeah, she's Waller. And, like... Can't we like? I'm sure we have better roles for her, but she was also in the Woman King this year, right? Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Which I do, I do need to see that. People keep talking about it. Waller's okay, a, now this next the way okay the way Waller's used in those is, is not as good, but Waller as a character could be a lot better because um, in Justice League Unlimited, she was basically the foil for the entire Justice League, and there's a great kind of back and forth between her and Batman that were great. Hmm. She was a great character. It's just. I don't well, know. I'd like to see that. Use that way. Yeah, that would well, be like, cool. Give us, well, give us give us the Waller movie or maybe the Waller series if uh, Gunn has anything to do with I, it. I want to live in the universe where Paul Dini got to run DC Universe. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Well, if Paul I'm Dini honestly ran shocked. DC universe would be a lot more sex scenes. Yeah, but like I'm almost I'm almost ugh, I am honestly shocked he hasn't been given a seat at this table. Like, what else does he need to do? Just he gave you Harley Quinn and so much. Keep, keep on drawing, draw man. Uh. Okay, <clears throat> this next one is true. I read it. I figured this must be absolute bullshit, and then I verified it. It is true. Listen to this fucking story. Uh-oh. 
Imagine Dragons was hired to write demo tracks for the Broadway yes. show Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark in order to get people to invest in it. Then the show turned around, got rid of Imagine Dragons, hired people more famous to make the musical. Imagine Dragons were still sitting on all these songs, and they turned their songs into a CD and released them by removing all the Spider-Man references. The song Radioactive was originally about the radioactive spider in Spider-Man. The shoe fits. That was a great fucking song. It is a good song. I could, uh, if I never heard it again, I'd be okay. They played that yeah, way that. too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it still gets me. Like you, I'm waking up. I feel it in my bones, enough to make my systems blow. I still remember Jack Trenton walking out to reveal the PS4 to that song. <laughs> that was that was a great moment. That was one of the most bizarre. That that's a great piece of uh, Broadway history. All those people almost dying every night. What? Turn off the dark. It was oh. dangerous. Oh. Yeah, the people almost died yeah. all the time. Oh jeez, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's crazy. There's like a, there's like a New Yorker cover of just like injured Spider-Man in casting calls. Good God. Yeah. Uh, Netflix may be walking back their new password sharing rules. They claim they, quote, errantly posted the new rules and have since removed them from their North American websites. And then after that story came out, Associated, no, a CBC Canada, which is like our Associated Press up here, like it's like the, it's the official news source of Canada, basically, uh, said that people were going to start receiving emails this week in Canada telling them that you're going to be charged more if, um, if someone outside your household is accessing your Netflix account. Or if you want them to keep accessing it, you're going to have to pay more. And that I have less of a problem with. Like, because right now I have, like, Super Netflix that I pay 20 bucks a month for so four people can stream it at various locations. And the whole reason I had that was so I could watch, or I could watch a downloaded um, stand-up special at work or listen to it at work while I was, you know, doing some menial task while my mother watch Netflix from home and my brother watch Netflix in his apartment. That's the whole reason I had that. So you could have four accesses at the same time. I don't need four accesses anymore. I need two. So I think I can cut down to like the $12 version and then pay another six bucks for whatever a month so my brother can still access it. Not that I share my password with anyone because that would be immoral and illegal. I cut my parents off. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Really? I did, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know what? They haven't done enough for you. You're right. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, it was... It was... Yeah, look. I appreciate that the one parent of your laughed at that. Thank you, Jeremy. They used my Netflix for literally seven years. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to tell you how long my brother has used this account. <laughs> he has never paid for it. Um... I'm kind of impressed that Netflix still hasn't deleted their Twitter account's March 10th, 2017 tweet that reads, Love is sharing a password. They just left it up there, and people that, continue that, to use it to own, the, to own Netflix. That, to me, speaks to an internal resistance. Yeah, like there's the, the people running the Twitter account. Like, no, no, you can't do this. We will die. <laughs> the time to do this was 10 years ago. Yeah. I saw a thing about an analyst saying that there would be a temporary dip and then they'd recover. I don't know about that. There's a lot of competition these days. Yeah, there's a and lot. And they of... don't have anything I want to watch outside of Great British Bake Off. Yeah, I don't I've, even watch I've, that. I've, I know. And you know what? Like, It's not like a season two of Kunk on Earth is going to get me to resubscribe if I quit. You're right. 
I'll just stick with uh, Crave and Amazon Prime and Disney Plus, and I'll be, you know, happy as a clam because I'll still get Yellow Jackets. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's coming. coming oh, Perry, Perry Mason's coming back. I've been waiting a long time for that. I should watch that. It's really fucking good. I know. You love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 90s show has been renewed for a second season on Netflix. I couldn't get through one episode. Laugh track was too much. Yeah, it looked bad. Mm-hmm. Another interesting piece of media trivi- tri- trivia. The old man who leapt to his death in Midsommar is Swedish actor Bjorn Anderson. He was once known as the most beautiful boy in the world, and he was literally the visual inspiration for a lot of 70s bishoju comics in Japan about, like, beautiful okay. men. Uh, what was the other one? Someone... Is he, like, super Aryan? Um, no, like, like, if you find a picture of him, he's just, like, a little curly-haired blonde boy who could easily be a little blonde girl if you put him in a dress. He's just a beautiful. Uh, gotcha. I was I wasn't sure about the age range here. Um, I don't I don't know. I didn't look that into it. I just saw the trivia and was and saw the picture and was like, right, oh, is this yeah. like a te- like a like he, a young adult or a child? He does he does look like those, but apparently, like the Japanese creators actually credited this this kid with oh, uh, wow. with like the model for their drawings. Anyway, interesting. In Overwatch news. The Microsoft Activision deal has received an official letter of objections from the European Union. Apparently, it lists a few options like divest the company from any part that makes Call of Duty or divest the company from both Call of Duty and Blizzard and so on. And if you get rid of Call of Duty and Blizzard, what the fuck does Activision have? Fucking nothing. Well, you've nothing. got King. What's so all King? the mobile all the mobile stuff. King is Candy Crush. Oh, oh yeah. Take, yeah. That. Take that. Take Candy Crush, Microsoft. Yeah, have a good time with that. I'm amazed that still prints money. It does. Even Angry Birds fell off. I, I would be I would be fine with them taking Blizzard as long as Overwatch remains multi-platform. They can't rescind that, can they? No, and if you're going to be yeah. successfully free to play, why would you limit your whales to one your console? Your customer base, yeah. yeah. It pisses me off that people buy those fucking skins. Don't, don't worry, don't <clears throat> worry. Um... Starfield is going to be bitterly disappointing. I'm just gearing up for it. And I I'm predict really I will have worried. a reasonable time with it. It'll Everyone's going to have a reasonable time with it. And like three months later, everyone's going to be like, so Starfield is really fucking boring, huh? Okay. To go back to Blizzard for a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in Wales, I am really concerned that one day they're going to come out with uh, with Tracer in like black pants, white shirt, and a black tie <laughs> for 20 bucks. And I'm going to have to fucking buy that, man. Yeah, See, I could not buy that. You have been loyal to that. Have they character. done? Have they done? Fl- have they done fl- uh, flapper yet? No. No. I could no, love like, like a flapper Widow- dress. They've, yeah. They've they've put Widowmaker in a bikini. Yeah, I totally could. So. Yeah. No flapper dresses are like revealing. It's just like that kind of, you know, big band era. Dress. Yeah, that with a pixie cut, it would work. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's actually okay. There's actually some really great skins in the battle pass. This this uh this time around and i wasn't i was almost not going to get it because there's nothing for tracer in it but there's an invisible man skin for mccree yeah i saw that yeah that actually looks really good where like his face just isn't there but he's got a pair of goggles on and a hat on so there's clearly (laughs) a head there like it's it's kind of cool um if you just get the battle pass one of the first skins that unlocks is junker queen kind of done up like uh like a kiss uh a kiss performer 
Like, that really, works. Like really goth rocker. And it absolutely works for the character. I immediately put her in the skin. So I did get the battle pass. I didn't feel good about it. Because <laughs> there is there's like no content in the battle pass, really. Like there's you don't need the battle pass to unlock uh, the new hero. You don't need like the only new content this this time is uh, a new map and everyone gets it. So uh, the new patch is now live. Big changes almost across the board. Uh, Mercy got a huge survivability nerf. I saw that. Uh, Torbjorn's turret's health was reduced by 25 HP down to 225. Junkrat's mines had their damage reduced down to 100. So in a lot of ways, this patch was just a tracer buff. Uh, they've made it easier for me to kill Mercies and harder for Tor- easier for me to kill Torbjorns and harder for Junkrats to kill me. McCree's range was increased, so so it's not all rainbows for tracers. In fact, I fought a top five. We fought a top five hundred last night. Fought this guy twice. The first time I fought him was on Havana, and he was an absolute terror. And he always had his eye on me. Like we caught his Zen, and he was way up front, and I went past his entire team to go get the Zenyatta. And he left the fight and came all the way back to stop me from killing his Zen. He didn't. Well, he clearly has his priorities straight. He clearly had his priorities straight, but he didn't. He didn't kill me, but he was a terror. And but we managed to win. Um, and then later on, in fact, uh, okay, if anyone watch, if you guys watch the clip from last night, it's called "Thanks Anna." Um, oh no, that wasn't. That wasn't. That was the day before. Um, it was called "High Ground Control." Uh, the Widowmaker in the High Ground clip that I kill, that's the McCree. Uh, he came out on, I think he came out on McCree to start, and then he switched to Widow, and then we were beating the shit out of them so bad that he just quit the game. <laughs> I know. Rage quit. It felt so good. Nice. Yeah. A sincerest form of flattery. I know. Uh, you can now finally endorse the enemy team in Overwatch 2. They took it away. There was no reason to take it away. Thank God they put it back. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> encourage like cross team sportsmanship come on what i'd like now is i'd like if someone gives you uh an endorsement from the enemy team i want you to see that that came from the enemy team that'd be nice yeah uh the game now finally tells you which wins you're missing for challenges like three wins in each of the three roles because that was always frustrating as fuck it would be like you've done two out of the three okay which, which ones? ones yeah <laughs> Play all three to find out. Fuck you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're putting out a thing called Lover Watch, which is a non-canon text-based dating sim in which you can try to date Genji or Mercy. Apparently, if you unlock the secret ending, you get a highlight intro. I'm curious what that mm-hmm. highlight intro is. I think it. I think it might be Hanzo aiming the bow, looking at the camera, and then kind of going. Oh. I think I saw that. So That's I don't, very appropriate. It is, but I never play Hanzo. Not only that, but if this guy's about to kill you, you're about to see this guy killing everyone, and the first thing he does is blow you a kiss? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. weird. Thank God map pools will be removed in Season 4. That's the end of Overwatch news. <clears throat> Microsoft's The Coalition has cancelled two smaller projects, according to Jeff Grubb, and will now focus on Gears of War 6. So they weren't working on Gears of War 6? I don't it's been years. Gears of War Five landed on a literal cliffhanger. God. Yeah, that's what we all we all remember with Gears of War. It's the story. Those those rich. There's Gears a of release War date narratives. for um. Yeah. There's no, a release date for uh, not Judas. Rich narrative, Dom's there, wife. There Dom's are wife. characters. No, yeah. this this was more about. I I'm trying to remember if I killed Marcus's son or Marcus's son's friend because you had to kill one of them. I think I killed Marcus's son. It's been a long time. Did you time. have a choice? Yeah. 
Oh, but how was the, oh, I guess Gears can go on without Marcus. Well, Marcus is still there, but his son is gone, so I don't know. It's been going a long fucking time. A Dragon Age Dreadwolf leak was reported to show God of War-style combat, and I need Kotaku writers to know that the phrase action melee as opposed to turn-based exists, and that combat looks nothing like any God of War game that has ever existed. (laughs) Does it look more like Inquisition? No, it doesn't look anything like Inquisition. It looks like it looks like a shitty brawler. Oh, a great. shitty shitty brawler. Um, and I only saw like fifteen seconds of it in GIF form, so I can't really like go that deep into it. But no, it didn't look anything like fucking God of War. You're out of your minds. You're out of your minds, Kotaku writer. Are you twelve? Is God of War the only brawler you've ever seen? They actually haven't played God of War. They might. They actually, somebody told them about the turnovers. The turnover at Kotaku was so high that might be the case. Like I was, I was playing Overwatch the other day, and it struck me. Oh my god, it's exactly like Doom. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Anyway, maybe Kotaku's uh, already. Dark, being it's a lot AI. like Braid. Yeah, it's a lot like Braid if you think about it. <laughs> no bringing up Braid. Uh, John, Darkest everybody played Braid. We we will rip Braid a new one if you give us a moment to do it, yeah. listener. <laughs> uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 version 1.0 launches May 8th on Steam and Epic Games Store. The demo for Darkest Dungeon 2 is now up on Steam if you want to check it out. Have they added a third boss? Uh, yeah, it's been up for a while. I think oh. there's a third and a fourth right now. In, in their okay, so we got a brain, a heart, and a what? Lungs. Oh, and lungs. I think there's another one after the lungs. I never beat oh, the lungs. Okay. Does that fundamentally change the 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 game? No, or just the boss. That's the thing. It's just the boss. But mm. I think I think the later ones are like harder runs. I think everything is just tuned a little harder. I think I could be wrong. What worries me, like I don't think I'm gonna get it on Steam because I've got it on Epic, and if I can't, like I think I'd rather have it on Steam. But if I can't transfer all my shit over from the Epic Game Store, like I've unlocked fucking everything. I don't want to go through all that shit again. That's just how they got me. They got me with Borderlands 3 in my saves. So I was like, well, what am I going to do? Ever buy it anywhere else again? No. If Epic Game Store gave gave me the option to play it on my, you know, uh, uh, my Vita, (laughs) then yeah, I'd buy it again. Um, But I'm just waiting for a PlayStation release. I need that PlayStation release. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns now has a three-hour demo on all platforms, but if you're on PlayStation, you have to be like a PlayStation Plus premium subscriber to get the demo. I forgot to cancel that. It renewed today. I'm like, why the fuck did I spend $100 uh, on play? Oh, shit. Uh, I forgot to cancel Gentlemen, it. I have happy news. Mm-hmm. But on the bright side, you can play Overwatch with your buddy. What? There you go. I have happy news. As of a minute ago, my wife has beat the beat um, Sparks of Hope. Yay! Oh, nice! Hey, she has been trying for like three days straight. <laughs> well, she re- she refuses to a lower the difficulty, b look up walkthroughs. I'm very proud of her. Now, <laughs> as we as we discovered a, a few weeks ago, it's time for her to start yeah. guacamole. Time for her to start guacamole. I could think of talk her into Breath of the Wild. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh God, yes, please do. Mm-hmm. Please on do. sale. You should buy it for her for Valentine's Day. Yeah, I should. Get it right. No. Speaking of Valentine's Day, every time Valentine's Day rolls around, there's only one person I think of, and that is uh, the obscenely crude Australian comic Jim Jeffries. <laughs> Do you guys know this guy? No. no You've never heard of Jim Jeffries? Oh, he's okay. Oh, Jim Jeffries? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Um, comedian? Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. He had a, he's he had, Australian? Yeah, he's Australian. He had a yeah. big... Uh, uh, he he kind of got famous off a gun control routine he did. Talking about yeah. how, um, yeah, 
Um, but really, like, if you dig into his back catalog, he has said some of the most insanely inflammatory shit to the point that some of his old specials are not available anymore. Like, they used to Yeah, be- no, like, he had, he had one bit about how he married a model, but don't worry, she's not that good looking anymore. Oh, that's still up. All right. That's still up. All right, buddy. You really, really showed your wife who married you. Oh, no. I God, there's, there's one where women, he has a bit where he's talking about how women... Uh, one thing that really pisses me off, though, is when women reach out to uh, to the mother of my child and tell her that she has no self-respect to be in a relationship with someone who is as uh, misogynistic as Jim Jeffries. And you don't tell that to the mother of my child. Because, first of all, she knows that. Second of all, she's got fucking chores to do. She doesn't need to be reading your shit. Like, no, Jim, Jim Jeffries is incredibly inflammatory, and I fucking love him. Um, he's got a whole bit about... There was a bit about... Uh, my, my favorite bit about... Uh, about how what he says... He doesn't say things that he thinks. He says things that he thinks are funny. He just does did five minutes on Bill Cosby and all the rapes that Bill Cosby has done. It's quite a few. And really, um, if if I'm gonna be raped, I'd want to be raped by Bill Cosby because you know you just like yeah. First of all, you notice I'm getting sleepy. Who likes me? Who likes me? And then. You just drift off and you wake up and there's that hilarious face. Oh, is your boy with the point again again? You're like Bill Cosby. Hey, and and Why women my and and or, yeah, and some and some reporter wrote that out and thinks that and said that like Jim Jeffries thinks women should be grateful to be raped. That's not what I think. That's not what I think. If you want to know what I actually think, here's what I actually think. I don't want to be raped by Bill Cosby. <laughs> I think he's a horrible fucking man and should be in prison for the rest of his life. But if I were to walk up here on stage and say that, he'd be like, oh, Jim's lost his edge. <laughs> Jim Jeffries is fucking hilarious, and he has a new special on Netflix coming out on Valentine's Day. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, following the critical success and commercial failure of Midnight Suns and others, Take-Two will cut annual spending by $50 million. That doesn't say they're going to lay anyone off. It just says they're going to invest less. So I like that so far. It's a bummer because that is a good game. Yeah, I'll check it out when it's cheaper. I do want to check it out. Hey, it, no. It's, it's really fun. No, I was, I was thinking about that maybe for this weekend, but uh, do I want to play a fucking Firaxis strategy game while I'm trying to relax? And, and the thing is, I could play Darkest Dungeon and relax, but uh, there's yeah. a difference there. There's That's a difference nice. for me. It Al- is kind of high pressure. It's, there's if like Alex, every turn new enemies show up. It's kind of stressful. If Alex was trying to quit smoking, sure, XCOM 2. If I'm trying to quit smoking, no. <laughs> no. Mm, no. If I'm trying to quit smoking, Spyro. Oh, I could see that. There you go. Yeah, I'm still leaning toward Breath of the Wild. Uh, Techland announced this week that Dying, the Dying Light franchise has sold over 30 million units. Mm. Well done, Techland. Well deserved. I love you guys. You do I good job again. game was better. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, and then there was a Nintendo Direct yesterday it was an hour long I watched the entire thing and I begrudge the entire nation of Japan the hour of my <laughs> life that it stole from me yeah. fuck you I guys. think I watched it later too while I was doing something else I just kind of put it out of the background yeah I watched it after and I and I pulled out my phone and decided I was going to take notes just so I could like yeah. pop them into the headlines and it was amazing to me how Nintendo could do an hour of content of pretty much fucking nothing. 
Like that's how it really felt to me. Um, so. There, there are there were two standouts, and one of the standouts is just kind of, hmm. And I'll get to that, and it won't be the one you expect. Chamberlain, do you have any predictions for for which of the two are? There's um, one you'll get, and there's one you, you might won't. actually. Well, obviously the Zelda stuff. Uh, well, um, Zelda, I mean Zelda was a given, so I'm not counting it. But there's two others. Uh, beyond Zelda. Maybe the Dead Cells: Return to Castlevania. No. No. All right. I'm impressed they're still trucking with that guy, but no. Uh, I don't. Uh, I have no idea the game would matter. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, if if I'm if I'm stretching it, I'll say three, and I'll give the third one to Disney Illusion Island, but it's not one of the top two. Okay. That did Samba look de neat. Amigo? I love that style. No, I don't give a shit about Samba Mickey. De okay. So the first one they showed was Pikmin Four. I'm yeah. sure there are people who love Pikmin. None of them were at this table. I think the only person is Miyamoto, but uh, no, no, no. Pikmin has fans the same it way. It does, that, like, but you know. there's there's not many of them. I don't. Well, we'll see. They keep on making games. They do, and those people always pop up and they make a new game. But they sure don't complain when there isn't when there's like six or seven years in between. Games. No, they do. They do. Do they? Absolutely. Well, I've yeah. seen, I've seen mm. people complain about lack of Pikmin, and I'm like, really, Pikmin? Okay. And I I think I've tried a Pikmin for a little bit, and I was like, no, no, this is dumb. Yeah, I know. Uh, then they showed an expansion pass volume three for Xenoblade Chronicles three coming February fifteenth. Yeah, Milk that one. There you go. Uh, Samba de Amigo Party Central is coming summer twenty twenty three. To be played only with shots of tequila. Now there's hang on, I got I gotta look something up here. Uh, I just want to see who the studio is. Is this going to tell me the studio? Well, for a <laughs> fashion dreamer. Yeah, but I'm wondering. I'm wondering who the uh, develop. Sophia. Published by Marvelous. Developer Sin Sophia. No, I was wondering if it was the same studio that made that makes uh, um, Animal Crossing, because. Oh. Within Animal Crossing, there is a huge, huge, huge um, culture around just like making pretty shit for your for your little people to wear. And no, they haven't done anything like this ever before. Um, so, but when I saw Fashion Dreamer, there was a part of me that remembered playing with Barbie dolls as a kid and just dressing them up and making them look fabulous. And it was like, hmm, I could see people really getting into that shit. And that's one of the two games. It's Fashion Dreamer. Hmm. Okay. You never would have called that. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I'm not going to get it, but I can look at Fashion Dreamer. At least Dreamer it looks, you look at it and go, man, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it, was, it was actually interesting and unusual. Like, when was the last time there was a fucking fashion game out? The Sims 3 runs on the deck, and it's right there. I have it. I haven't touched <laughs> it in eight years, but I could. So you, that's a fashion game? Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. They had a... It, the, it had the color wheel for all every single item of clothing, and when it went away, people screamed. Hmm. Uh, then they showed Tron Identity, which is... Oh, no, uh, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania is coming March 6th. Uh, Tron Identity is coming in April. Ghost yeah, Trick Phantom Detective is getting a remaster coming this summer. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, Deca Police, I didn't think looked bad, but it also didn't look very interesting to me. No. Uh, Cereza and the Lost Demon... Also looked boring to me, coming March yeah. 17th. 
Then they covered the Splatoon 3 expansion pack, uh, pass. Wave 1 Inkopolis is coming spring 2023. Wave 2 side order is coming, quote, in the future. But you can pay for both right now if you wanna. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Yeah. Then no they showed No prayers. Th- then they showed Disney Illusion Island. Which is at which is the third one? I would I would kind of say hmm, maybe look I, at that. I honestly forgot about that one. But and now that I you say the classic 2D platformer using the Disney Shorts art style, that actually looks pretty good. Yes. No, I I love this new art style for uh, Mickey. Yeah. They've been doing with, like, that new animated show. Yes, and frankly, if you have listener, if you have a kid, or you just want to watch a little funny cartoon that has the vibe of like classic animation. Check out these Mickey shorts on Disney. Hey, they're Plus. funny. They yeah, are yeah. actually quite funny. They're they're really well animated. They deal with the physicality of animation in brilliant fucking ways. I I decided uh, last night I didn't I didn't feel like watching American Dad or anything. So just as I was falling asleep, I put on the first episode of that. I'd never seen it before. It, it's entirely in French, and it doesn't matter because you understand that Minnie is out of baguettes, and Mickey has to drive a load of baguettes across Paris to help her. And they they say everything in French. It's fucking amazing, and it all just works because the storytelling is so good. There's another one where it's just all about how Mickey's dangerously codependent on Minnie, and it's funny. I never saw that one. It's good. Yeah, it is. They are they are quite uh, they are surprisingly good, given that they come from you know like the mouse. Like you don't expect Disney to actually do something that feels lively and original like this. And yeah, like it's fucking amazing that they're doing something successful with fucking mickey mouse anyway uh so yeah disney illusion island immediately brings to mind cast uh mickey's castle of illusion back on the 16-bit era but watching it being played it also to me uh the movement of it reminded me of um rayman rayman legends mm. origins yeah um big so, enough yes. fun ass to play in the deck yeah so it uses it uses the the design the character designs of the new disney shorts and it is designed for four-player co-op. I think Disney Illusion Island could be a standout. Coming July 28th, uh, they talked about a Fire Emblem Engage expansion pass. Wave 2 of that expansion pass is available now. They talked about something called Harmony the Fall of Reverie. Coming June 2023, Time Switch console exclusive. I don't even remember what the fuck that was. Uh, a demo for Octopath Traveler 2 is available now. The game is coming yeah. out February 24th. I'm no, good. you're not into it? No. Didn't they like never <clears throat> discounted it. They almost got me. Um, then they showed We Love Katamari Reroll and Royal Reverie. And I'm wondering if that's multi-platform, because if it is... Yeah, yes, We Love Katamari Reroll. That's already come out already. It is coming... Places. Oh, God. No, no. Um... Net, net, Bandai Namco will release We Love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Series mm. X, Switch, and PC via Steam. Uh, sea of Stars, I thought it looked pretty good. Has that been yeah, played yet? Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Has that been out yet? Was I don't think good? so. I think it's like early access. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that actually looks like a pretty good uh, 16, 24-bit uh, top-down isometric RPG. Um, coming August 28th, the demo is available on Switch now. Omega Strikers is a free-to-play online air hockey kind of multiplayer game where your your the thing that pings the air hockey thing is a character on the screen. Yeah. Um, and it's coming April 27th, but you can pre-order this free-to-play game? What the fuck is the point of pre-ordering a free so game? So it downloads it for you? 
I guess. Yeah, but it would do that for me anyway if I got it on release day. Anyway. Uh, Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection, Volume 1 to 3, coming June 1st, and you can buy each game individually. Yeah, there are some people who love those games. My little brother do, loved all the Etrian Odyssey games. You gotta love maps. Yes. Yes. Uh, Ad- <laughs> Advance Wars 1-2 Reboot Camp is coming April 21st. Finally coming back out. All right. Because the war in so, Ukraine is over. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, super, no. super over. Well, yeah, but no, I, I mean, I didn't want to write this down. It's not over. But people care less now. Yeah. It's less... It, we look less callous now. Yeah. <laughs> Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe is coming with a Mangalore epilogue uh, that you can play after clearing the story mode. A demo is available now. The game is coming February 24th. Game Boy games are coming to Switch Online. Yeah. Hmm. Metroid Prime Remastered is available now. I'm sure a lot of people are hyped for that. They are, but I, I looked at it, I'm like, yes, it looks better, but if I, you know, want a remaster, I'd like it on a, you know, 4K yeah. or something. Well, but, but even if, okay, even if Nintendo had a 4K system, I don't think it would look as good as a Nintendo first party, or as a Sony first party, or Microsoft first, well, one of Microsoft's first parties. Probably not, but, I don't know. Metroid Prime was really good. I don't need yes, to play it again. It, 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 it was, was state of the art once. Yes, but you couldn't you couldn't move and aim at the same time. What the fuck? They, uh, you can now. Well, yeah, in this one you can, but in the original yeah. you couldn't. But you didn't feel it was somehow they designed around that, so it actually worked. It did mm. worked. You played Metroid um, Prime, right? Way back in the day. I did not. Didn't oh. have uh, didn't have that console. I skipped multiple Nintendo generations. Yeah, it's. It was honestly really good. I can speak for the first two. I never played the third one. People loved them. Uh, Master Detectives Archive Rain Code coming June 30th. Don't you remember that? Batten Kaitos 1 and 2 Remaster coming summer 2023. I love those games. Okay, explain that love to me. (laughs) Uh, It's a card-based JRPG. Oh, okay. You got me. You got me. That's all there is to it. I would love to see that. Yeah, hundred percent deck based JRPG. So, like, what are we talking? Poker hands? What? How do you um, do it? No, it's it's closer to like like magic almost. Where like, here's your hand, huh? you build it, and you play it. Actually, uh, no, it's slay the spire. Closer to slay the spire with the way the deck works. Hmm. Yep. But a JRPG structure. But a JRPG. Hang Interesting. That sounds good. All right, hang on. I'm putting this into. YouTube. I have to look at that. They YouTube. they they were. I mean. It was a lot of the backgrounds were pre-rendered, so I'm not sure how well they'll update. But that's fine with me. I'll will take an upscaled Final Fantasy IX. It's true. That's a good game. They're also obnoxiously sure expensive on the GameCube now, because everything's expensive for GameCube. God, but. this is a remaster. Jesus. What? Make a 4K per- system, Nintendo, please. What? Uh, Metroid? No, Batman no, Kaidos. Looks- yeah, oh, no, yeah. it looks like a PS2 game. It, oh well, yeah, it was uh, 100%. a GameCube game. It was a GameCube. That was PS2 yeah, era. Okay, but this is a remaster. Mm-hmm. Like, it remasters and they ran a filter over it and they're just releasing it again. This is that's all yeah. it is. It's less and, jacky. And, Here you go. You know That'll who, be twenty dollars. You know who wouldn't put up with that shit? Capcom. Oh, uh, you cannot get a decent copy of Devil May Cry three on PC because of that shitty port. Uh, <clears> it's they, awful. They showed something called Fantasy Life I, the girl who steals time, coming summer twenty twenty three. 
Professor Layton and the New World of Steam doesn't have a release window, but they decided to announce it because there are people who get hard as a rock Super for Professor Layton. For that. Yep. I, 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 I'm, I'm happy for them. <laughs> Every time I think of Professor Layton, I think of the Penny Arcade comic. <laughs> where where uh, Tycho walks up to a bridge and goes, Hey, I need to get across this bridge. Is there any chance you could lower it without making me do some fucking PSAT bullshit? And the guy on the other side of the bridge shouts back, I have 12 matchstick. And Tycho yells, Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what is PTAS? Uh, uh, pointless. Sorry. Oh, it's pointless. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Mario Kart 8 track DLC Wave 4 was revealed. Uh, there's a brand new track that's not an old, ugly track that they're putting in the game. It's Yoshi's Island. And the new character Birdo is coming this spring. Okay. Then they showed a sizzle reel of various games. Minecraft Legends, Blanc, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, Have a Nice Death, some dumb baseball game, Disney Dreamlight Valley uh, updated, and Tales of Symphonia remastered. And matched into all of that, listener is Have a Nice Death, which Nintendo paid for timed console exclusivity on. They announced a release date. Just in this little in this little five-second clip during the sizzle reel, I was so pissed off on behalf of this developer that they signed away console exclusivity rights to Nintendo and then got treated like this at the first Nintendo Direct in, what, a year and a half yeah. or more? Just yeah. use your two seconds. Boom. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'd be pissed off if I was those guys. But um, wait a minute. Oh, you can get it on Steam, though. Yes, you can get it on Steam or Switch. And as we covered earlier, which one do you think I'm going to be getting it on, Alex? Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. So I'm pissed off that it'll, I'll be playing it on fucking Switch. But uh, at least I'll be I thought Gearbox it. is publishing that. Weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are. Hmm. And then they showed a new trailer for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It does look fucking awesome coming May 12th. You build cars. But fantasy. Did they show? Did they show you actually building it? Because it looked like I the thing know. that was flying around was the same thing that was driving around. Wouldn't surprise me if you summon that car. Hmm. I wonder if really, they give you your shoe. I wonder if they have the balls to give you your shoe bill back. Gentlemen, I need to make a hasty exit. I need to pick up my son from work. Okay. Oh, okay. We, so... we will wrap up quick. In that case, good headlines. So what were your three? What were the three? Oh, um, well, I mean, if... Have a nice death. It, it, was, it was have a nice death, um, the uh, the Disney Illusion Island. Yes. And Fashion Dreamer. I was like, wow, that's weird. What about the Fatal Frame remake? There was a Fatal that's Frame remake in there? Yeah. The one that came out on the Wii. Yeah. Oh, God. It never came out in the States before. No, the Wii when they did, there's another one that they're releasing. I, I didn't that. even, that's not even on the list, Alex. I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah, no, it's, it looks okay. It does look mm. okay. They actually did some stuff to it, so. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I got to oh. wrap it up. So. Yep, yep, we got to uh, go. Alex, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Chaz, thank you for talking. That's what I do. Thank you for listening. We will see you in a week. Play Persona 5. No.